Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Matt Chim Experience and there's a few different things that I want to talk about today. Um, the date today, November 28th, 2019, currently like 3 p.m., 3.18 p.m. And the big thing that I want to kind of touch on today is a, a, a term I coined. It's called the demon of discouragement. How setbacks make you fall back and stop you from getting the good life. Now, what does that mean? Basically, the demon of discouragement is learned helplessness. I find oftentimes in life, whenever I'm trying to do something, if I don't succeed first time around, the demon of discouragement attacks me. And what I mean by that is, I get very discouraged and I, I, I think of pretty much giving up. But that's not how you win. Giving up by its very definition means losing, you're quitting. You're exiting the game. How do you win the game if you exit the game? Um, and you can't keep exiting the games because it takes time to climb up the hierarchy of any given game. Okay, and that's the problem I'm running into. I keep switching my game. So, I have thoughts on that. One of the thoughts that just came to my mind as I said it was I am young. So what? So let's say uh, I change, keep changing games. I'm 21. I got to try a few games before I know which one to pick. It's kind of like dating girls. If you, you know, you only date one girl, you might never know what another girl is like but you know what there's also a case for saying the other way too you know once it feels right i haven't had that right feeling i would argue although it's possible i just don't know what that feeling is um so i've been having a little bit of trouble with that for example i'm gonna be really honest this is embarrassing honestly i applied for ty lopez's uh job and then he makes you do an iq test and i fucking bomb <laughs> i bombed the iq test and then i had a feeling right afterwards where i was just like wow that sucks i didn't want to keep going i didn't want to apply for ty lopez no more sitting here now it's good that i'm sitting here and talking about this i think this talk is very important for myself as a whole but that one loss shouldn't dictate my life and it shouldn't get me down at all and honestly it should just fuel me to go harder. This is a should statement. Uh, really what I would say, it would be nice, I think, if that's how I reacted. It has to become a mandatory thing though. Right, because Tony Robbins talks about that too. You only get your musts, your mandatories, your standards. My standard has to be in the face of discomfort, in the face of any sort of battle, I should stand up. So I have a couple of ideas on that now. I think I need to build the sort of discipline in myself. How do I do that? I Exercise might be a way that I could try. I found running these past couple of days has really took me to a different place. It's a place I enjoy going, a place of 
it's a place where I'm pushing myself past what I thought was possible. I'm totally disconnected from my phone too while I'm there. It's kind of nice. You see, every time I have these kind of talks, there's always one thing that I always realize. I wish I could just automate my money. Realistically, there's the job that I'm doing. Most jobs that I have the opportunity to do right now, I don't really want to do. <laughs> as funny as that is. Um, they have to represent more, maybe. I'm not sure. Why is my shoe on so freaking tight? Sorry, guys, but my shoe is literally like squeezing my foot. It's so tight. I didn't even tighten my shoe. Um, but yeah, every job that I have the option to have right now, it seems like I don't want. The only one that I, so just think of it, all the jobs that I've chosen so far. Um, like no minimum wage job is going to fit any criteria that I want to make. Other than just like giving me like a few extra bucks for like just a few extra hours a week, right? Like think of it. Why would I work a minimum wage job? Maybe I'll make some friends there, but I'm sure I could do that anywhere. Uh, it's really just for like, I don't know, 12 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour. You know what I mean? An hourly job is really what I'm getting at. So I don't want an hourly job. The rich don't work for money. Rob Kiyosaki said that. So I want to work for either a skill. Yeah, that's what I want to work for is a skill. So what skills could I build? One option I have is with social media marketing uh, for the heat pump business. Social media marketing, and then I would obviously scale that to other businesses as well. Honestly, I'm only down to do that if I can fucking find like a VA to do it. <laughs> like I don't, I'm down to like outsource all this shit, but I don't really want to uh, really have to do too much of the of the work of social media marketing. I don't even know what to fucking do. That's the problem. You know what I mean? I have to learn all this shit. I'm down to learn it though and automate it. Is that possible? Is it possible to automate the marketing on a company? It has to be, man. I've heard people say it is possible. I just don't know how to fucking do it. My idea would be basically, I'm gonna start walking to the gym now, so if the audio changes, that is why. I am on the walk to the gym. So what was the question I was thinking of here? Um, is it possible? So how would I automate? I don't know. I, I should Google it. Can I Google it while I'm recording? Yeah, I can. Um, how to automate it, hey? How to automate social media marketing. I'll just put that in the Google. Let's see what comes back. Um, what do we have? There's a couple, a bunch of ads. I mean, I'll pay for it. Social media marketing tools? No, I want somebody to automate, like, everything. I need, like, a person. I need a person to use the social media marketing tools, maybe. Okay. That's what I'm going to look into once I get in the gym. It's too cold to have my hands out right now. Um, social media marketing. So that's something to consider. After that... There's no other job really in my in front of me. Let's say, for example, I didn't have a client. I guess my other option would be to go get a new client and try it in a different way. That's probably what I would do. And I would just, uh, I would probably fucking work minimum wage to survive. So I could, until I got a client. So I'd have to grind. What would I have to grind? Like, I should be doing this now. But I should be grinding on, like, learning. 
the tactics. How to fucking implement. Okay. Now, this brings me to another question or thing that came up. I have been... Holy frig, it's cold. Um, sorry, guys. I'm just thinking. Uh, it's so cold. <laughs> uh, let me think. I'm just trying to think of the back of thought. I have, this is a problem now. I think I have a little bit of a lower IQ. Uh, seriously, I think it's gotten decreased. Sorry about the bus in my background there. But that's okay. Let's just try to think at least. IQ is like speed. IQ is the speed at which you retain things and where you're trying to go. Higher IQ, you could get a lot further. Some places have IQ thresholds too, but generally speaking, the speed. Um, let's see here. So, I was trying to do the marketing before, uh, but I've been I've been failing up until now. Tbh, I've been getting fucked up until now. So I think a different strategy is in order for heat pumps. I really feel like posting and getting that like pixel going is how the game is worked, how the game is played is with the pixel. Now, consequently, this is also what uh, Gage told me. Gage told me. That the pixel was fucking <laughs> everything. Not everything, but a big thing. And you can create look like a lot of audiences on it as well. So for Southwind, what I think I might recommend is basically building a freaking brand. <laughs> Build an online brand. Write a, write a blog post every day and do that for a year. You plan on selling for a year? Okay, and I would recommend doing it every day. This is your business. Building that Facebook page up, getting those reviews going. I think there's a lot of other, the direct conversion, hey listen, the direct conversion on heat pumps is pretty fucking high already. But I'm telling you man, you really wanna win, you build a good name and then you can take that name anywhere too. And then self-win energy, you know, if you have that brand equity, you know, you got people liking you, you can go to the next spot another thing i would recommend not just the online side but let's go full-on business all right is we got to get those salespeople well-made well-designed graphics oh make a huge difference same thing with the shirts well-designed graphics good clothes this is a touch point you know what i mean we're seeing us at this point during our, our sales process we got to make it as good as possible and visuals aesthetics not something to sleep on. One of the reasons Steve Jobs, for example, was so good. He said a lot of his success came from taking a calligraphy class in college. Apple, their brand is huge on design. Reason for it, calligraphy. Opens Steve Jobs up to the idea of the aesthetic. And it's one of the things that's led to Apple being a success today. Another example of Apple and design, actually, is the white headphones. Way more noticeable. Before that, 
I think everybody was using Walkmans. I'm a little bit rusty on this part of history, actually. But everybody uses Walkmans. And they were black. You know, a little bit whatever. When Steve Jobs introduced the white ear earphones, it's just very different. People noticed. Say, what are those things? And, yeah. Whew. So, yeah. I actually think I did. I'm, like, shivering as I walk right now. But... I think we did get some good things covered in this. Helped me, at least, think through what I'm going to be doing. And this is a podcast I will 100% listen back to uh, once I get back, because I'm going to make a presentation type thing out of that, what I just said. You know, that's how. And what was the other thing? I took some notes before this. A few things that could possibly help me think. Um... Oh, and I got to get a mentor. I got to get a mentor. I'm thinking the interviews on the podcast. Uh, that's fucking primary. Uno duno. Just because that just opens so many doors. You can talk to anybody you really want to. Or if you can get their attention. As long as we build it up. Uh, and also has the added benefit of being another kind of income stream. And then... Uh, yeah, it's like a win-win. This is something I'd like like spending my time doing too. So, how I improve that? I think I gotta go on a cold calling spree again. I got Josh for profit. Uh, at least somewhat interested in doing a podcast after this weekend. He, um, what did he have? Oh, he just made 500 bucks this Black Friday. I saw it on a story, so I'm going to have to ask him about that. Um, let me think here. What else do we have? I wonder who... i got to look for his YouTube or something. He must be big on YouTube. Josh for profit. I haven't seen it, though. Um, yeah. I think that's about everything. So I got to get on this YouTube grind. I guess while I'm in the gym today, I'm hitting legs. Oh my God, I'm hitting legs. So, while I'm in the gym today, maybe I can go on a little bit of a YouTube spree looking for clients or people to do podcasts with. Uh, and also I should make a theme when I get home. I should make a fucking thumbnail theme that I post on all the podcasts. Just to clean it up, you know? Because I think the thumbnail makes... That one guy said title was like 50%. Thumbnail was like 40 So <laughs> it seems like the content doesn't need, even matter as much as the thumbnail and uh, title. So yeah, I'll fix up the thumbnail tonight for them. I have fun making the thumbnails too anyways. Uh, I might want to change it up every every podcast though. So, yeah, let me think here. How would I do it? I'm going to make it so it's like a... Hmm. How can I do it? I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to think of a nice thumbnail, I hope. I can make it really simple. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And i got to figure out a way to get these Anchor Podcasts off of Anchor and onto YouTube. 
because those guys are missing out on valuable content. They're not going to hear this. So yeah, that's everything for today. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email, Matt Chim, M-A-T-T-C-H-I-E-M, zero one at gmail.com. Currently, there are zero people that listen to the end of these things right now. So, you know, it's like invested in Manhattan. Like Gary said, it invested in Manhattan in 1864 or 1894. 20 years from now, this real estate is going to be worth a lot. Maybe. I hope it will be. Anyways, have a good day.